back to Swanner and Judd Review. I'm Tom Swanner. This is Brian Judd. And, uh, oh, oh, just, just a, well, first of all, let, let's start off with the, the, the good news, I guess. Um, uh, Night Court and the 90 show have already been renewed for a season two. Yeah. Uh, which one was it? Uh, 90 show. Oh, the 90 show. Um, it's, I think it's a 10 episode thing right now. Uh, first season, they're bringing it back for 16 next season. They've heard your wish. Um, and, uh, so, uh, you think that that would be great, but yet, uh, reboot, um, the show about rebooting old shows and making them successful gets canceled on Hulu. So fuck you, Hulu. I right. I mean, between this and difficult people, it's like I'm surprised they let um, the great go for another season. Yeah, yeah. Because oh, this is good. It's winning awards. Let's cancel it. Yeah, come on. Look, look. There's uh, the 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 writing's excellent. The acting's excellent. Oh, let's cancel. Come on. When we can get further with a show like, well, I don't know, dude. What are their long term shows? Besides uh, Handmaiden's Tale, actually. Oh, yeah, Handmaid's. Uh, <coughs> and Penis or Pen 15 or whatever that one is. Yeah, that just that only lasted two seasons, so it's already gone. Oh, did it? Um, you know, they ended yeah, up being know. cafeteria girls on uh, on Big Mouth. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know any... Yeah, it's long it's, running Hulu. I, oh, that Love Victor, isn't that? Uh, no, that's Hulu? already been canceled. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, that, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds it, about right. Well, yeah. It, well, actually, it was, it went to Disney with its uh, third and final season. Ah, I see. Well, so, yeah, whatever. Um, ugh. Even, you know, ugh. For me. Okay, uh, let's see. Uh, just get you caught up on where I am with the Night Stalkers. Uh, we had a deal with the devil, which was actually Tom's, uh, Tom um, Skerritt, um, uh, the back in the day. How so, did I know? <laughs> so, 1974, Tom Skerritt was, uh, he's the guest star of, of Night Stalker. And uh, uh, the first uh, the episode I saw, also this week was it was a doppelganger, but it was a uh, spontaneous conduction fire starter doppelganger. So they really stretched it with that one. I was going to say, that's, that's a whole lot of story. Yeah. And it's weird because I remembered the doppelganger one so well because um, the special effects were really terrible in it. And, but it's something I remembered from the series. And so when I saw it, it's like, Oh, this, this one. Yay. So as, as um, you know, I mean, cause these things 74, so we're talking almost uh, 50 years old episodes with uh, sure. 1974 special effects. You know, that's how I was thinking. Television special. Oh effects. yeah. 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 <laughs> Let's see. I'm all I'm, I'm all caught up on uh, National Treasure, which oh good yeah. It's um with the exception of um, uh, Mrs. M- Mrs. Michael Douglas, um the everyone's everyone the acting is just all TV. You know nothing standouty. 
It, it just sure. feels it feels um, all one level. But then she comes in, and it's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. She is she's a much better actress than I, I think I ever gave her credit for, with the exception of Chicago. Um, mm. uh, but yeah, Catherine Zeta Jones is uh, really the highlight in this, and she's a bad 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 guy. So that's good. So it keeps up. It's with always that. fun. Yeah. So, um, just as long as uh, we haven't seen Nicolas Cage, I'm kind of okay with everything. Uh, well, I was going to say he won't show up, but he'll do anything for it. Oh, yeah. Check. Yeah. Well, they'll give him a dime. He'll show up. Uh, let's see. Oh, this week on uh, The Bachelor. So, uh, this was the first week that they've gone out on dates and, and you know, being fun and silly together and re- where he gets a chance to really meet everybody. And one thing they're doing different this time is each week, everybody goes on a date. Everyone, you know, whether it's the group date or it's a solo date, everyone's going to go out on a date. Because in the past, they've always had two or three people that didn't get to go because of timing or um, mm. uh, occupancy. So sure the um, sad yeah. little wallflower yeah so it's it's kind of kind of weird but so i'm glad they did that but uh the first group they had uh they uh, they were talking about are you a bad bitch you know you got to be a bad bitch to protect your man and uh so they had them do their bad bitch on the catwalk Oof. and i'm like oh my god i'm so embarrassed i am so fucking embarrassed by how terrible that sequence was. Um, and then the rest of the show is like, they're week one and they're already falling apart. They're all so emotional. It's like, Oh, I'm here to meet Zach for this reason. And that reason I need to be married. Uh, so I'm hoping next week there, uh, um, is less emotional, but more, well, see at the same thing. I want them to be like, overly emotional, but um, where they're like flinging themselves onto the, you know, onto the floor because they're so, "Ah!" you know, I need more, you know, fainting couches and, and and more outrage and, and mean stuff. They're they're right now. They're all just pathetic. And uh, so hoping for uh, more evil. Okay, uh, I'm surprised you don't watch any of the real housewives bullshit. Well, it's just they're always just so it's it's just it just sounds scripted. And, and if it's not at least oh, feeling kind of uh, like it's real, then I don't want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Then it's just like a tele teleconova. No, uh, uh, tele tele. <laughs> okay. Uh, telenovela. Yes. Yes. So um, let's see. Uh, this week, uh, RuPaul, we're down to, if I remember, it's 12. And they have the, um, uh, it's the Golden Girl Groups. So basically, there were three songs that you could choose from, groups of four. And you had to come up with your own um, girl group. But these were uh, old lady girl groups. Mm. and some did really well some did just awful it's like come on this is an easy easy thing to do because you had to write a few lyrics um and then some of them made it like okay they're old ladies so don't make the the choreography like they're 25 year olds you know don't do that 
but they, some of them did that. You know, this is supposed to be old ladies, you know, finding their careers, and it just it was it was pretty awful. Um, yeah, surprisingly, um, and uh, but the uh, the uh, um, catwalk run uh, the runway stuff that was all good. Uh, but yeah, you're uh, we're, we're I, I mean what we're seeing right now is the uh, falling apart of the girls who don't have it. Uh, sure, and, and and when I say it, I mean what um, the what the people at um, RuPaul's Drag Race want. You know, you got to be a singer. You got to be a dancer. You got to be a, a a seamstress. A singer? What do they have to be a singer for? They lip sync everything. Uh, well, they they lip sync, but they record their own voices um, that they're going to lip. Oh, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Well, I'm sorry. It's what they do. Um, dumb. And it's when they're re- when they're creating these kind of skits or shows. So because they know good and well, most of the girls are going to forget their lines. So might as well. Oh, lips. And which one? Oh my. One of them, it was funny, Michelle Visage said, wow, you uh, forgot some of your lines. Well, you forgot most of your lines in your song. And it's like, you know, so anyway, that's they really want these all around kind of. I mean, why did Jinx Monsoon win? Oh, probably the reason why she's on Broadway now, because she can sing, she can dance. Uh, she can dance enough to get by for uh, a non-dancer. She, uh, she can sing, like I said, she's... Uh, She's just super talented, and that's what RuPaul's Drag Race is really about. These are standalone kind of, you know, um, drag queens, and sure, and that's why you know, like Bob the Drag Queen and Eureka have their own, you know, spinoff shows on HBO because they are talented enough to pull off a whole thing. And uh, and at early in the stages of RuPaul's Drag Race, even though they've gone through and they've um, you know, they've looked at these different uh, queens and they've seen what they're doing professionally. Even though some of them are really good, you put them on this show and they fall apart. Sure. It happens. You okay? Uh, uh, yeah, no, I just lip syncing to their own voice is just uh, that it's got to okay. be the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Like that is just sheer stupidity. So, but anyway, yeah, um, tough as nails this week um, on CBS. Um, they went back. We we now have another woman who's out of the competition, but then that's kind of how it usually ends up. We end up with if one woman squeaks by, you know, past the, um, you know, like the three fourths of the way through, it's amazing. Otherwise, we've kind of finished off all the the chicks the first half of the uh, sure. competition. Um. Oh, now you know the uh, the show, The Last of Us, which is on HBO right now, HBO Max. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's uh, the latest video game um, uh, conversion, which is weird because they keep saying it's from a video game, but nothing resembles a video game. I mean, like we don't have the because um, it's zombies, and we don't have the sure. the big shootouts, and we don't have it, it's. It's more of a, you know, like people trying to survive an, uh, an apocalyptic situation. Well, I think that's why the game did so well, because the script is really good. Okay. Um, and there there really aren't. I mean, yeah, there, there are battle moments, but, I mean, it's not based on that. It's about um, 
well, like I said, the script, the script is just really, really good. So, um, yeah, I could see how it would easily adapt. Yeah. Well, to so this week's show. episode, episode three in a, a season one, episode three, uh, we started off with this, um, um, this guy, I, th- I think it was Bill. Yeah. Bill, uh, played by, uh, uh Amy Poehler's husband. Um, uh, Amy Poehler's husband. Yes. Nick Offerman. Yes. Oh wait, that's no, that's not Nick Offerman. Not that's Poehler. Karen's husband. Sorry, I got him confused. Got him confused. So anyway, Amy so, Poehler's co-star. Yes. So Karen, uh, uh, Karen's husband, uh, Nick Offerman, plays Bill, who's a um, you know after everybody leaves and the military has gone through the town and scattered everyone, he comes out of his his. Um, shelter you know basement shelter um and the town's empty now so he just takes over the town for himself he's a bit of a survivalist kind of guy and and so um what he does is he uh takes over he puts the gas back on he uh um has some some way he keeps the electricity on the his house is fully you know capable of of surviving and he's happy because he's by himself well, all of a sudden, um, this guy shows up and falls into one of his pits. So he goes out there and, uh, you know, we think he's going to kill him because uh, the time period. And it turns out that uh, it's just this guy who's trying to get to, to Boston. And so Nick uh, lets uh, feeds him. And uh, before you know it, they're fucking at the end of the night. So... Wow, so, that wasn't in the game. Yeah, so then what happens is um, we go three years forward or five years forward and three years backwards, and we're going back and forth of their relationship um, to to the point of the ending of the episode, which was uh, you know quite dark. Um, but the whole episode is just him, these two uh, making house basically in the middle of a pan, not pandemic, but a, 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 a apocalypse, a zombie apocalypse. And, uh, um, you know, all is, uh, you know, nice and sweet, but it's like, okay, great. Wonderful. And, and everybody online, you know, cause all the fags wanted to see Nick Offerman naked for forever. He's not quite naked, sure. but he's out of the shower in just well, a towel. You so, you know, uh, and then the guy who plays his counterpart is the guy from black Lotus who took a dump in the uh, suitcase. Um, <laughs> and he was also in, um, the San Francisco show with, um, uh, um, the guy from Glee, you know, where the, 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 gay, mm-hmm. the gay dating one in San Francisco that was on HBO a few years ago. It's not the, Russell Tovey, is it? No, it's it's the other guy. They had a third. Oh, He's the third guy. The so, um, yeah. So, anyway, you know, it's a nice couple. It's a lovely a little episode. But we're three in and we're already doing um, episodes and storylines that don't. I don't know if it, it's going to come in later. But since spoiler, they're both dead. I don't think they're going to come into play later. So why do we have this one up, one out um, episode three in the first season of a brand new? I, I just it doesn't make sense. I mean, this is what they pull season three when they're trying to think of ways to get to a season four. 
Right. And yeah, especially when you've got the rest of the game. Although the game, I mean, it does get repetitive because all you're doing is just surviving these different scenarios, trying to get this girl to a doctor or a hospital. Um, I mean, it, it, though, the interaction between her and the main character is really good. Um, I mean, the, the story really never progresses much above that. Right. As far well, as. And that's that's fine. I mean, it was just, you know, I'm sitting there going and ev- afterwards, you know, people are like, you know, basically clutching the pearls on how how much they were affected by the end. I'm like, it's a third episode. Come on. There's no, there was oh, no advancement of the story arc that I could see. Nothing. It's just dumb. So the other actor is Murray Bartlett. Yeah. Yeah. And it looked like he's Nick. He was Nick Denoya in uh in whatcha who's it? In the um fucking Chip welcome to Chippendales. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, so I mean, he's getting a lot of work, which I'm glad because he's really good, and he's an openly gay, you know, actor, you know, better. Um, but uh, yeah, it was just. Uh, I think you'd agree with me. Uh, no matter how good the episode was, it was out of place in a, a season one of anything. Just ridiculous. Sure. No, I I get what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see, uh, Poker Face, which is over on Peacock. Oh God! I'll tell you, Natasha Leone is, is she's so good. She's so good uh, and so comfortable playing this role. Well, she seems so, so comfortable playing any role. What am I saying? You know, everything from you know I'm a cheerleader to uh, uh, the Russian dolls. She's just so good in this role. And um, like the the old Columbos, uh, every episode starts with a murder. And then she just happens to show up there, you know, like Columbo. Well, at least mm-hmm. he was there for a reason. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, the second episode, uh, she happened upon a uh, uh, she she stopped to get gas at one place, and this dog jumped into her car and would just sit there and bark at her. And she's like, going, "Okay, uh, you need to leave." You need to get out of my car. And he wouldn't get out of the car. So she's like, fuck it. You're going to drive with me then. And the dog just barked at her while she was driving. So she's clicking around radio stations and uh, they get on this, you know, uh, one religious one about they, they were talking about how the gays are trying to do this. And she's like, oh, my God. But the dog's perfectly quiet listening to the garbage on the on the radio. So I thought that was pretty funny. Um she now did she afraid. create this series? Um I'm sure she was somewhat part of it. I know um um uh one of her good friends uh, uh oh god loving you's daughter I always forget her name. Why do I always forget her name? Minnie Ripperton? Yeah her daughter um who's Maya Rudolph. Maya Rudolph who's a good friend of uh of Natasha's uh, is one of the producers of the show. So I'm sure that they had something to do with the development of it. Um, but it's a really good show. I just love when she keeps calling it, you know, like a fascist dog and a Nazi dog. And, um, uh, you know, at one point it looked like the dog was trying to do a little Heil Hitler thing. It was, it was a really funny gag. Um, and, uh, but that dog gets her into the place that is where they have the, the murder and, uh, 
Uh, no, it was created by Ryan Johnson, which we talked about. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's it's just really well worked. And I'm only two episodes in, and I just really love the show. I just can't get Sean as into it as I am. So I I have to. Oh, wow. He wants to watch it, but only when he wants to watch it. So. Uh, so Ryan Johnson did Brick, which is the movie we uh, interviewed Joseph Gordon-Levitt for. Right, uh, Looper. Uh, Star Wars: The Last Jedi, which I didn't see, of course. Knives Out, and then he took a big fat shit with Glass Onion. Okay, but, well, there you go. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, um, uh, Velma. Uh, we just finished episode eight, which I thought was the last episode of the season because they, um, as they've been developing, you know, they get all the characters together, and now um, they've got all the characters together except for a Scooby-Doo and, um, um, and they even got the minivan, you know, they got their van now. So it's, uh, uh, the mystery mobile. Uh, so it's, it's, it's clever and they've got two episodes left, which I'm sure will be to set up for season two. If there is one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see. I finished Traders over on Peacock. That's the Alan Cummings reality show um, where he has 20, 20 um, obnoxious people and he puts them into a Scottish castle and makes them do um, silly games and murder each other. So um, it was, it was kind of fun. Uh, the, the uh, multiple, um, irritating characters uh, really worked for him, you know, because there's there's some big personalities, and that's really what you need in these kind of shows. Sure. Uh, so that's done. Um, uh, Lockwood and Company over on Netflix. This is the teenage um, paranormal investigators. Finished that one. That was good. Uh, they set up for season two. It better have one because uh, I loved it. Uh, I, I keep forgetting we're being recorded. Okay. Um, oh, um, over on uh, uh, Discovery Plus, <coughs> season three of Skywalker or Skinwalker Ranch is back. Mm. So mm. Uh, that's uh, dealing with uh, what they call the Skinwalker Ranch up in, I think it's, I want to say it's Utah, but it could be Colorado, but it's up in the, that High Plains area. Um, where they're they're already you know five thousand feet in the air, and there's these jetting out you know gorgeous hills that uh, um, that are that take it up another you know thousands and thousands of feet, and they're having all this weird space alien you know uh, weird shit that goes on at the ranch. So it's a fun show, fun show, and and we and what happens is I think it's. I'm not sure which channel it's normally on, like travel, but when they drop it on to Discovery, they drop the whole season. So none of this mealy, pieced out bullshit. I get it sure. all at once. Oh, good. Good stuff. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh, um, uh, Kindred Spirits uh, over on uh, Discovery Plus, or I believe it's travel as well. Uh, this is a another paranormal show uh, with Andy and with... Um, Oh, Andy. No, it's. I can't remember their names now. Anyway, mm. um, but it's by far the best of the. Uh, yeah, I don't want to say they're not 
pre-scripted, but the the non um, amateur videos that I watch on YouTube, uh, these are the ones like the Ghostbusters and uh, that Ghostbuster Ghost Hunters, uh, Ghost Adventurers. I like Kindred Spirits best. They actually go in. They're kind of it's just the two of them. It's kind of spooky, and um, and at the end they kind of solve whatever the problem is. You know, they 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 find out who's doing the haunting, why they're doing the haunting, and and somehow they tend to make things better by the time they leave. They leave where ghost adventures just come in and go, Oh God, this house is fucked up and we're leaving by, um, Hey, we'll send uh, you some sage. It, it's, it's, they're all in and out to get the scares, but they don't really solve the problems. So I see. Kendrick, so the, the, those two are kind of like the Ed and Lorraine Warren, uh, of well, I'd say yes, yes. Well, uh, well it's uh, they're not current day. Yeah, they're not psychic themselves, but they are definitely really good at what they're doing. And they're actually from Ghost Adventure, uh, Ghost Hunters. They're from Ghost Hunters, and uh, they split off when the show um, Ghost Hunters um, they kind of sh- shut down the show, and then they started their Kindred sp- Kindred Spirits. And uh, yeah, they're. Um, they're they're really good, they're really good, and then um, uh, over on uh, Netflix, I don't know if you've seen this yet. The Physical One Hundred. Have you no. seen this? Hello? No, is this one of these? Tom will watch anything shows. Uh, well, what it is is um, it's a Korean show, so right away it starts feeling like the uh, um, that you know the show with the. The, the squid game. game. Yes, it feels like the Squid Game. But what they've done is they've invited the 100 um, best physiques in South Korea to participate in a contest to show who's, you know, the best physical 100. I don't know. I'm not really sure what they're supposed to be getting or, or where it's going. Um, but it's just, I mean, I mean, imagine 100 um south korean men and women with like incredible bodies why do i want to watch that you know oh why would you yeah it's it's uh when you can watch tough as nails right of fat americans instead see you understand me you get me Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah i understand you yeah this um it's um well, and all these guys are all like ego trips too. So it's, it's kind of, Oh, wow. Well, we're sure. kind of going, Oh God. Oh, I hate these people. Oh yeah. Yeah. You're pretty, you know? Uh, so, and then I just saw a movie. So that's, uh, um, what, uh, what did you do this? Well, so have you been watching the news about that, uh, small little local Ohio town canceling, um, what is it? The I have the note Putnam. Oh, the spelling bee, the 25th annual Putnam County spelling bee because of board of uh, the board of directors or the superintendent school board thought the figure thought the show was vulgar. Um, and it was like apparently they canceled the show like right before it was supposed to go on, and then the school board stepped in and uh, said the show was vulgar. They they cut it and then uh jesse tyler ferguson spoke out the writers of the show contacted the school and said hey let's rewrite it then 
what's so vulgar about it, we'll take it out. Um, so, funny thing about that school, I went there. Oh, my God. <laughs> I attended that high school, and 30 years ago, uh, my best friend and I shared an interracial kiss on stage, and I think I'm lucky to have made it out alive. What show? Uh, we actually did what show? The interracial kiss? Yes. Uh, it was actually two. I can't remember what the first one was, but we played like a mon pa kettle type character. And then um, the other one was our junior year musical Rags, uh, where I played the old Jewish guy and she played a rag merchant on the street. Oh, of course. Okay. Wow. That sounds like uh, the the two. Oh, yeah. It was a, a terrible, yeah, terrible musical. I, I don't. I can't remember who. Well, you know, Jesse who, Ferguson uh, was in the original uh, version of the uh, Spelling Bee on Broadway, so that's why he, yeah, broke out. So, you know, I don't want to. Didn't want you to think like, oh, God, can't, can't these, can't these, you know, celebrities just mind their own fucking business. Well, that's no, too- no. I knew he was in the show. Yeah, so that's too bad. Did, are they going to redo it, or did they just say no? You can't fix vulgar. Uh, I doubt it. <clears throat> I doubt it. They'll. The, you know, this this is the type of town where, uh, you know, we're right, and you big city liberals aren't going to tell us what to do. We know what's best for the children. Um, and even though they're going to get dragged through the mud, I'm sure they will still stick to their guns. Um, because you know, God's on their side. Mm, okay. So, yeah. um, I watched two movies too. Yeah, two. I guess. Actually, I watched a couple, I watched multiple maniacs again. Okay. I didn't write that down, but, um, that's, it's not good. <laughs> And that's one of John Waters' first films. I know Eat Your Makeup was one of your first, but I don't know if there's any prints of that that actually exist. Um, and then Multiple Maniacs. And this is the one that's famous for uh, Divine. Uh, Mink Stoll uses rosary beads as as anal beads on Divine, and then Divine gets raped by a lobster. Um, but there is a there's a scene that's about 20 minutes long, and the movie is short. So a good one-third of the movie is uh, Divine getting a rosary put up her butt as they recite the Stations of the Cross. And it's just, I mean, I know he was going for offensive, which, fine, hey, that's great. But, oh, what a boring, boring scene. I mean, once you get past the shock value of it. Um, And that's on uh, Tubi for free. Uh, So if you want to see that if it's been a while and you want to get refreshed high definition to be um so i ended up watching the people we hate at the wedding uh which we talked about last week on amazon and oh it was terrible it was terrible well i i figured something must be wrong with it considering the cast and it was direct to uh to uh prime so yeah, so I hated it within the first seven minutes. Uh, the movie um, opens with them uh, doing family photo um, at Christmas, 
And then uh, Allison Janney, of course, is the mom. She wants to, and her uh, half black daughter moved back to England with her father. So the daughter's only in town once a year, and she wants all the family photos done at once. So they're being obnoxious and holding up the line so they can get the Christmas, Easter, and I don't know, Valentine's Day photos taken all at once. Ha 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 ha. Hilarity ensues. And then, um, I was like, okay, you know what? This is this is family with children. Maybe I don't like this whole bullshit. Let me skip ahead some, and it never got any better. It was, I mean, just awful, awful. Um, I think I finished it in about thirty minutes. Um, nice. And did I watch it all? Yeah, I did watch it to the end. Um, but whoever did the music uh, was really good. They had some really good uh, music in there. So oh, good. that's always a bonus. It helps. And then what's that? It helps. It does. Yes. Because I came away with the new album. Um, what's, what's it called? It's really good. It reminds me of Amy Winehouse's first album called Frank. Um, and this one is called Skin by a lady named Joy Crux. Um, so it's more, uh, jazz oriented than anything, um, or not jazz, uh, but, uh, jazz, jazz arranged pop song. Um, and like I said, it very, it reminds me a lot of Frank. Uh, and then I watched triangle of sadness. (sighs) You mean the best picture nominee? Yeah. Well, it basically it's, um, it's another parasite <clears throat> type movie. Okay. You know, it's the best picture nominee because it has a message about how rich people are bad and poor people are good. Oh. Um, you know, and, and that's and fine. You can make message movies, but uh, I think this kind of goes to what you were butching about last, last week. Uh, not every movie has to have a message to be good. You know, and uh, for them just to nominate because this is—it's not funny. Um, there's really nothing special about the direction or the cinematography that makes it stand out. It's way too fucking long. So it opens with these two uh, couples. Uh, he's a model. She's a model slash influencer. Uh, they end up on a luxury cruise with um, various uh, wealthy characters. Uh, one is a Russian capitalist. The uh, captain is an American socialist, communist, not socialist, communist. So, you know, oh, there's a dichotomy there. Um, the cruise ship ends or the yacht ends up uh, crashed, you know, the three hour tour. Um, and then they the last i don't know 20 minutes they're marooned on an island the survivors are marooned on an island and you see the twist coming from a fucking mile away and when it finally happens you're like oh yeah oh, but f- fucking course um but the first hour is focused on the couple and they're terrible uh the cruise itself the only really kind of funny because uh, it, it built itself as a comedy. The only uh, funny-ish scenes were um, they were serving the captain's dinner during a storm. So, of course, the um, 
the whole ship is rocking and they must have built a tilting set. Well, they had to have built a tilting set because everyone is kind of standing off to the side or leaning. And then, uh, of course, all the rich people get sick and start vomiting. And then the uh, the sewer system overflows. Everyone's covered in shit and puke. But that's a learning moment. It can't just be funny. You have to learn from it, too. Of course. But, the, the 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 crew who's not having this fancy dinner, they're all clean and pristine, and it's the rich people that are covered in detritus. Right. So um just yeah, it was such a waste of money, such a waste of time. Um and then the script wasn't even good. There wasn't even anything that was that was funny or quotable. And I was thinking to myself this morning, I mean, the whole uh, low class, upper cl- or upper class, lower class comedy thing. I mean, they've been doing that shit since fucking uh, the Three Stooges, and back then it was actually funny. And now, when they call it a quote unquote comedy, it's got to be not funny. It just it's bullshit. It, it just kills me that uh, as, as as we've gone on uh, in order to make things more ham-fisted and uh, you force a lesson, we've abandoned comedy altogether. So, yeah. And what did you watch? I watched um, Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Mm. All two hours and 41 minutes of it. <laughs> well, look at that. I win. Mine was only two hours and 20 minutes. I know. Um, in this one, basically, um, the Black Panther has been killed. They have a big ceremony. Now they've got to figure out who's going to take over that position. At the same time, um, there is a new group from underwater. They're, I guess they're Indian-ish. Um, that's kind of, you know, that you got the... Uh, oh God, I, it's it's really hard to talk about this without sounding really, really racist. Um, you've got the chocolate browns and the cinnamon browns. Well, no, no, like for for instance, okay, yeah, you've got the Wakandas, and uh, they keep thinking that um, the these this other group is doing terrible things. They're they're going through and they're um, um, they're blowing up things and trying to kill people, and but everyone thinks it's the Wakandans because it's all very tribalish. And uh, sure. it turns out that the, uh, these, um, well, he's just an Indian guy, I guess. Um, but he's like the leader of these underwater people. And so then it becomes a, a, a f- there's a fight with them and there's a fight with like everyone. And it, it's, it just, it was just a lot of, um, let's just make other action sequences that don't mean anything and, uh, and carry on a story arc that really does. Isn't that interesting? I mean, Angela Bassett's really good in it. You know, she got the Oscar nomination. Um, first one for this kind of universe to get a nomination for acting. Um, but you know, I mean, we're like talking about how, uh, well, uh, we're watching the movie, and I, I said to Sean while they're walking through the the dirty streets of Wakanda, you know, to celebrate the death of the the king in a you know positive way, celebrate the death sure. of the king. Um, they're all in white, and everything looks like you know that chalk that orange chalk look. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. why would you have white clothing with uh, when the streets are paved in orange? You know, ugh, 
Cause if you've ever gotten that shit on you, it's, oh, it's yeah. yeah, it's terrible. And, uh, and you know, Sean said, well, it's Uconda. So maybe the soil doesn't, you know, rise up at all. It stays there and it doesn't get on your clothes. I don't know, but it just, it, the whole thing was just a lot of, I don't care. I don't care. I mean, I, I, I never was a big fan of Black Panther. I liked what Black Panther did as far as introduced a lot of, you know, characters that were um, different from the Marvel universe that we're used to. And that was cool. That's cool. And I, I enjoy that, but that was, you know, it's not one, it's never been one of my favorites. So a sequel to not one of my favorites, you know, sure. You get what you get, I guess. Um, even Sean, who was looking forward to it, was a little less uh, less excited after it as he was before he saw it. So I think that I just don't get it. Um, they need to, you know, I remember back working for Disney and they're going, oh, my God, they bought, you know, Marvel after Marvel's already, you know, established all their their big characters. And, you know, what are we going to do? They're going to have to go for the second and third dairy characters and try to create enthusiasm amongst the public for this, you know, with the Ant-Mans and with the Black Panthers and and that horrible thing that was on Disney with Oscar Isaac. Um, you know, and I'm thinking, well, maybe they were right. There, Nobody wa- is going to want to see these secondary – maybe – the word isn't everybody's not going to want to see it, but they're surely not going to be as good as the first ones were. So, um, and that's how it's kind of turning out. The, the further we get down the, the universe, the less interesting the shows are. Sure. You know, so, um, and then uh, the only thing keeping the Marvel universe looking as good as it does is that DC keeps bringing out crap like black Adam and, um, some of that other garbage that they bring out. Uh, so that just makes the Marvel universe look even better, but it's, this is two hours and 41 minutes of should have been an hour and 40 minutes. If that, you know, okay. We would, did we have to have the big funeral scene? No. Could we have just started after that talking about the mother's grief? You know, well, they also had to send off Chadwick Boseman. So, yeah, but you know, he's been dead for a few years now. Um, it doesn't matter. No, I know. Uh, anyway, so um, don't see it. <laughs> like you were going to, planned on it. Thank um, you. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was less than uh, I hoped it would be. It only got a 70 uh, on, um, I guess that's Rotten Tomatoes. Um, if it's a percentage, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, no, no, no. IBM, it only got 7 out of 10. So I, I, IMDb. IMDb. What did I say? IBM. IBM. Ah, well, I got some of the letters right. Um, anyway, so, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, it wasn't great. Not great shirt and it was long it was so fucking long oh my god oh i'm sure and it's why 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 do we don't need a and then then after all of it's done then we have to have kind of like an epilogue to go along with it and it was like oh sure just stick well did you watch it at home you must have yes yes it's on disney plus and so you're able to at least skip to the stinger and not have to sit through 15 minutes of credits oh no i we just turned it off i didn't even bother 
Oh. It's 15 oh. minutes of credit. That that came off of my two hours and 41 minutes. I'm not going to watch more if I have to. <laughs> Do I care? No. Is there going to be other ones? Probably. Do I care? No. So Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's about it for me. How about you? Are you all done? You you through? You I think I am. You and your uh, your uh, school of uh, of sadness over there in Ohio. Yeah, you know they they were doing so well back during the uh, the what was nineties? You were there, yeah, nineties in the nineties when you were making out with black chicks. <laughs> <laughs> where how oh, far sure. have they fallen since that day? I'm sure that ruffled some feathers back then too. Well, they probably thought you were Velma, so they, there you go. They thought it was just a lesbian kiss. <laughs> yeah, and you know they, they they go back and forth there, so that that's understandable. But uh, oh boy. The rag man. Oh, yeah. No, no. She was the rag lady. Rag lady. You were the. The old, the papa. The papa. Oh, my Just God. the papa character, you know. Oh, dad, I need to. Uh, you can't keep me at home. I'm going to live my own life. Oh, papa, I can't stay in this house. I need to live. Live. And then, you know, break into song or something. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, was there like a musical version of Our Town? It's kind of. Any, I don't know. It's called Rags. Look it up. No, uh, do you think I'm that interested? Okay. Uh, anyway, that's it for us this week. We'll talk to you next time.